Hey you guys, I'm back with another episode, the one and only This 504 Girl. So I'm back today because R. Kelly is in the news today. He has a superseding indictment. It's from the United States District Court, Eastern District of New York, um, United States of America against Robert Sylvester Kelly, also known as R. Kelly. There's an introduction to this. And for those of you that do not want to read the introduction, I will read the introduction for you. Um, the superseding indictment is like 26 pages, I believe. And I'm not going to read all that. I'm just going to read the introduction for you. Um, <clears throat> so the defender, Robert Sylvester Kelly, also known as R. Kelly, and individuals who served as managers, bodyguards, drivers, personal assistants, and runners for Kelly, as well as members of Kelly's entourage, compromise, and, and enterprise, the enterprise, within the meaning, and they have a statue that is the enterprise constitute a group of individuals associated in in fact that was engaged in and the activities of which affected interstate and foreign commerce. The enterprise constituted an ongoing organization whose members functuated whose members functioned as a, as a continuing union for a common purpose of achieving the objectives of the enterprise. The purpose of the enterprise were to promote R. Kelly's music and the R. Kelly brand to recruit women and girls to engage in illegal sexual activity with R. Kelly and to produce pornography, including child pornography. By promoting R. Kelly's music and the R. Kelly brand, the members of the enterprise expected to receive financial opportunities and personal benefits, including increased power and status within the enterprise. In connection with the enterprise, Kelly and other members of the enterprise traveled throughout the United States and abroad to perform at concert venues, to promote the R. Kelly brand, and to recruit women and girls to engage in illegal sexual activities sexual activities with Kelly. When Kelly attended and performed at the concerts and other events, Kelly and other members of the enterprise on Kelly's behalf inviting women and girls backstage and to other events following Kelly's live performances. These women and girls were often offered wristbands that signified that they were authorized to attend an event. There, Kelly relied upon members of the enterprise to ensure that only those authorized to attend were allowed at the event and the manage and to manage the flow of women and girls who were directly interacting with Kelly. When Kelly identified a woman or girl who had wished to see him again, he either gave his contact information to the woman or girl or obtained her contact information or relied upon members of the enterprise to do so. 
Following these events, Kelly communicated with certain of these women and girls by telephone, including through the use of traditional telephones, telephone calls, text messages, iMessages, and FaceTime. As part of this communication, Kelly often requested that the women and girls provide him with photographs of themselves. Kelly and other members of the Enterprise also arranged for women and girls to travel to see Kelly on occasions, including at concerts throughout the United States and related events. To facilitate their travel, Kelly directed the women and girls to contact a member of the Enterprise, who then arranged travel for the women and girls. When the women and girls arrived at the lodging, which was typically selected by a member of the Enterprise, a member of the Enterprise usually provided them with instructions. In addition, members of the Enterprise took steps to ensure that the women and the girls did not interact with one another and the girls whom Kelly planned to see. Members of the Enterprise then arranged for the women and girls to attend his concert and position them such that Kelly could see them during the concerts. Kelly promulgated numerous rules that many of the sexual partners were required to follow, including the following. The women and girls were not permitted to leave their room without receiving permission from Kelly, including to eat or to go to the bathroom. The women and girls were required to wear baggy clothes when they were not accompanied by Kelly to an event or less otherwise instructed by Kelly. The women and girls were not permitted to look at other men and insisted were told to keep their heads down and the women and girls were required to call Kelly Daddy. The enterprise operated within the Eastern District of New York and elsewhere included overseas. Hmm. So that's a brief, 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 brief of the introduction. The introduction introduction go on and on. So he has count one and racketeering. Racketeering Act 2, Sexual Exploitation of a Child, Jane Doe number 2. And Jane Doe number 2 was between uh, May 1999 and October 15, 1999. They had kidnapping for Jane Doe number 3 in or about in between 2003 and 2004. They had Racketeering Act 4, Man Act Violation, Jane Doe number 3. Uh, in or about between 2003 and 2004, um, we have a racketeering act five, man, act Jane Doe number four, in, in or about between May 2009 and 2010, uh, racketeering act six, forced labor, Jane Doe number four, in or about in between May 20. May 2009 and January 2010. Racketeering Act 7, Sexual Exploitation of a Child, Jane Doe number 4, May 2009, January 2010. 
Then we have Racketeer and Act 8, Man Act Jane Doe number 5, uh, about April 28, 2015, and May 1st, 2015. And we have um, Racketeer and Act 9, Man Act Jane Doe number 5, that's between September 2015, October 2015. Let me see what else. Racketeering Act 10, Sexual Exploitation of a Child, Jane Doe number 5, September 2015, and December 30, 2015. Racketeering Act 11, Forced Labor, Jane Doe number 5, April 2015 to December 2018. Did y'all hear that? Racketeering Act 11, Forced Labor, Jane Doe number 5, in or about between April 15, 2015, and December 2018. So both dates being approximately inconclusive with the Northern District of Georgia, the Northern District of Illinois, and elsewhere. So Georgia is is in this indictment too. Racketeering Act 12, Mad Act Jane Doe number 6, May 18, 2017. So he had 2017, 2018. Uh, January 13, 2018. So that's forced labor. Jane Doe number six, Central District of California. So then we got Racketeering Act 14, Man Act Jane Doe number six. That's uh, February 2nd, 2018. And that's in New York. So let me go back to this California. This is quite interesting. So, Central District of California, elsewhere, defendant Robert Sylvester Kelly, together with others, did knowingly and intentionally obtain the labor and services of a person to which Jane Doe number six by means of forced threats of force, physical restraints, and threats of physical restraint to the person or another person by means of serious harm and threats of serious harm to that person or another person by means of scheme, plan, and pattern intended to cause such person to believe that if that person did not perform such labors and services, such person will suffer serious harm and physical restraint and a combination of such means and a violation and then it have the title of that. Oh. Mm. I'm sorry, but this sounds like R. Kelly. Dun dun. I'm sorry to say it really do. So the superseding indictment goes on and on and on. So I just briefly went over it. If you want to fully read it, I think you can go to US US government to read the full indictment. The full superseding indictment about it. I just gave you something brief on it, and 
we just have to wait and see what's coming up next because when they say the enterprise that's a group of people that work under R. Kelly and those people are going down just like R. Kelly but thank you guys for listening have a good day and much love